Welcome back to Leveled Heads with your host Will and Derek. And on today's episode, we're going to continue on talking about all the operations that our uh, government has been doing behind our backs and think it's all right to experiment on us and do whatever they do. And while they're doing it, spending our money, just spending around my house. So, uh, Will, does that sound right in your ears? Absolutely, man. I mean, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. You know, bust butt all day, make some, make some scratch, and then send some of it to Uncle Sam so they can do weird experiments on us. Experiments anywhere from the experiments that they're still doing today. I think they're MK altering us today. Yeah, with the... Uh, well, probably through... They probably got pretty good... You know, this is just all speculating. This ain't no research or, you know, this is just right off top of our heads. You you think maybe through, like, social medias, they, like, put, you know, th- what they know they can trigger people with that get them riled up. That could be a case MK Ultra type deal. Operation Mockingbird, MK yeah. Ultra. All that weird stuff. Yeah, man. So, I mean... Yeah, and obviously, you know, through through the news, like Mockingbird, and probably, maybe, what about... Well, social the, media could be Mockingbird yeah, as well. Yeah, Facebook and... Yeah, because that's all basically mainstream mainstream uh, media. Well, and shoot, we get TikTok, and that's whatever China's version of the CIA. Or TikTok. The, yeah. Man, people get addicted to that TikTok, dude. dude. isn't it weird that like people... hooked. People are, dude, talking about social media and, like, kids getting hooked on cell phones and stuff. So my wife showed me this video. So I, apparently this mom took this 12-year-old, his her 12-year-old son's phone away from him. Okay. Destroys the house. The kid does. The kid does in a temper tantrum. Just loses his shit. Dude, breaks... The kitchen counter. What was the mom doing? Just like watching? I think she was at work or something. Oh, Kid was at home. Shit. Dude, breaks the toilet in half. Just, it looks like it got ransacked. Because they she took his phone away. Phone. Dude, that's, that's crazy. A, that is freaking MK Ultra because kids get hooked to do these things and our government can feed whatever they want to feed. It's, dude, those, it's crack, dude. dude it's, it's crack. It's another version of drugs. Dude. I mean, so I'm thinking about when my kids were little. And, like, they had... I'm trying to think of how old they were when they got a phone. Um, my daughter got one, I think, when she was about 12. And this is back before smartphones. So it was really just to be able to... Get in touch. Right, because at that at that point, everyone was getting flip phones, you know, so everyone pretty much had them. So it made sense for her at that age to have one, you know, emergencies and whatnot. Yeah. Just to be able to kind of reach out. They weren't used a lot. There wasn't a whole lot of texting going yeah, on. Yeah, you would have to, like, punch, like, five or six times to get yeah, a certain a little, letter. Yeah, a little QWERTY. Yeah, keyboard, but um, yeah, and then uh, my boys, 
So when they were little, that's when, so we did have smartphones and that's when YouTube was kind of first starting off. So, um, they got kind of like the bug for YouTube pretty young, you know, watching videos and stuff. If I knew then what I know now about YouTube, I think it was a little more tame then too. Yeah. I don't think it was all what it is today. Yeah. And we, you know, and we did a pretty good job of monitoring what they're watching. It was mostly just stop motion Lego movies. Okay. Dude, that's kind of cool. That's pretty much all they wanted to watch in like video game play. Okay. So it wasn't too crazy at the time. And then, um, once they got a little bit older, I think probably around 12 as well is when they got their first phones. But at that point they, their phones were, uh, let me see. Well, yeah, the first phones they had were like old, old school iPhones, you know, and then they've had smartphones ever since. But, um, but yeah, that was definitely, um, you know, a takeaway item if they, if they were acting up, we didn't have to take it away too often. And when we did, yeah, there was a little bit of a tantrum. But that you go sit your ass in the corner now. You're in timeout. Yeah, keep your mouth shut. And keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Otherwise, you ain't getting the same back at yeah. all, or any of these other toys. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So. So yeah, I'm trying to kind of like make the connection here. Um. Well, shoot. I you know I kind of was growing up kind of same age where your daughter was growing up, and mm-hmm. you know. Phones wasn't a big thing. The only reason I got a phone was because my dad, we worked, and one day and he couldn't find me. I was just underneath something working, and he's, yeah. he's like, all right, I got it. So we just went down. We got cricket phones. You can put minutes on. Yeah. But that that was it. I They never threatened me with taking it away because it, was, it wasn't important. Absolutely. It was it, important was like... If you got like your bike taken away or right, you can't go outside. The fun dude. stuff. The fun stuff. Yeah, because at that time the phones were just—it was dude. like so, almost like a nuisance. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, my boys. Yeah, their first, their very first phones. They were flip phones. They were track phones. Okay. So like you know, Kmart burner phones, basically yeah, is what yeah. they were. You know, you buy some minutes, and then uh, I think they when they first got them. They went through all their minutes. Go phone. That's what it was. Not cricket. It was or, go phones. Yeah. That's right. They used all their phone. minutes up in like 20 minutes just calling each other, sitting right in front of each other. <laughs> 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 so they had no concept of how these things yeah, even work. Yeah. I just, I don't know. All I know is to call dad. That's all I know. Or call mom. Yep. That's all they were there for. Absolutely. So this kid, so this kid you're talking about, he, he flips out and destroys the house. Destroys the house. I I, I don't know what that mom did to him after the video. But well, I hopefully think, she whooped his ass. Dude, that was called I'm not for advocating a good, violence on kids, no, but that calls for a, a, a good licking in the ass. Go get the switch off the uh-huh. tree whip them <laughs> i mean that's man that's not having respect for your mom not a respect for what place where you live and sleep not having respect for yourself control yourself 
I agree, man. At 12 agree, years 100%. old, you know, yeah. you know right from wrong what you can and can't do, what's good behavior and what's bad behavior. Right. He was trying to throw a power move. Yeah. Yeah. He On your mom? No power moves. Get out of here. Get, yeah, get out of here. Um. So, so we're going to get into, uh, you know, I think we're kind of picking up from where we left off last time. So last time we talked about, you know, uh, episode was called uh operation project operation mm-hmm. which is i think that's yeah. a great name but um and we talked about just a few of the different um operations that the uh the government has um has done their exercises or whatever but i guess uh because of the way we kind of critically think about things. If you want to call that the way we look a little deeper into stuff, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, we kind of find the nefarious aspect of, of these things. Yeah. You agree with that? I think so. Which it, you I don't mean, have to look too hard to uh, see that I, it's fucked it, up. It, yeah. Fucked up shenanigans. Messing around with skeeters and yeah, when you're dumping a bunch of mosquitoes on a town, like well, you really you... couldn't figure that out in a lab in a controlled environment, right? You have or, to or... unleash it on people. I mean, you were already going at war. I what it was, it was in the fifties. I think it was a little after Korea, but we were fucking around in the probably Central America somewhere in there during a war. Go fuck around up down there. Don't fucking around with us right unleashing mosquitoes on american populations <laughs> talking about how we're gonna frame cuba <laughs> frame cuba or we're the, these the, guys are just they must have just been like in a room passing a joint like having these stupid yeah, high because you got to be high I to think something like that yeah man you got to be high i'm sure someone at one point said are you guys high yes sir i am <laughs> We'll pass it over here. <laughs> I want to get as high as that. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that was uh, the last episode. Um, and I guess we've kind of looked into a couple more. But, I mean, the one that always fascinated me a lot was freaking MK Ultra, man. I mean, from what I've heard about that and what I've read and, you know, and testimonies of people who said that they were part of that, it's like, what the hell was going on, and why were they allowing this to happen? Um, the stuff that went down at Stanford, Stanford Research Institute, where they had, uh, I think it was usually kind of like a family affair. So they would get, you know, maybe a parent who was maybe in the military or someone they thought they could, you know, manipulate pretty easily with drugs or money. So they'd get them, but then they'd like recruit his whole family along with them. So they ended up, uh, from what I listened to and what I've read, they ended up kind of taking these kids and almost like pseudo adopted these kids. Like now they belong to the program, you know, and they would, they would, essentially separate the kids from their parents so they can run these these deals on these kids so they oh. get they get this group of kids right mm-hmm. and anyone from the outside looking in it would look like they were part of maybe um a private school or you know or their parents were were government 
employees or whatever. And so it would kind of get like no one would look at it twice. Well, what they were actually doing with these kids was they were, uh, I mean, anywhere from the types of abuse that they'd inflict on these kids. I mean, we'll just call it torture because that's basically what it was. And um, psychologically break these kids. And um, and then they try and kind of, uh, I don't even want to, I don't even think they tried to build them back up. They weren't building back better. They were they were trying to make them into essentially Manchurian candidates. But it was they were all test subjects. So they'd get the kids to fight with each other. And these fights would be like death matches. Wait, they'd get them to fight with each other? A 6-year-old fighting a 15-year-old. No. Yes. What? Yeah. Like, straight up, some and the six-year-old thinking that he, he's gonna, he's gonna lick this kid. He's gonna whoop him. Whoop a fifteen-year-old. Yeah. Don't tell me he did, did he? Man, just this ultra violence. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, where the kids would just be out of control. <clears throat> Excuse me, out of control, <clears throat> fighting one another. Girls against boys. It didn't matter. Yeah, and then the kid who lost would just get ridiculed by everyone, even their own parents. So, like I said, the whole family was in in this project. So they had everyone brainwashed and everyone pitted against each other. Brothers against sisters, brothers against brothers, friends against friends. It didn't matter. And they just had all these people twisted up. So, I mean, what were their objective of doing this? Were they trying to make a certain person or, you know, or learning about the psyche of how they can go in, infiltrate a certain area and learn how to penetrate and separate the family, the community group? Is like that, experimentation I mean, and brainwashing, experimentation and um, and breaking a person's psyche, seeing how they can, how much they can control and manipulate the mind before it like breaks or something. Even if it does break, they wanted it to break. They want it, okay, so they can mold it back to what they want. Right, or even leave it broken. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Like they just they just wanted to break these if they if they got so broke that they became just useless, they couldn't you know they couldn't make them that they just became weak and useless, they'd get tossed you'd get lamodized and fucking you'd get <laughs> you'd get tossed away you're yeah. garbage they they couldn't use you anymore. they wanted to be able to break you but keep you strong, be able to bend you. To their will. And that's that was like their whole deal. So this went on at Stanford Research Institute. Um, and this is what I heard from a guy who said that these things that I just talked about happened to him when he was a kid. That he was like, he was that kid no in shit. that fight. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, man. You knew the guy? 
No, I I heard it online. Oh, you heard it online. I'm like, you knew the motherfucker. I think I heard it uh, in a podcast. Um, this was this was uh, quite a while back. But uh, but yeah, I just I remember the story. So so the whole MK Ultra thing has uh, it's fascinated me just for the simple fact that it was so jacked up and went on for so long. And it was okay. It was it was bought and paid for by by our leaders, you know. Yeah, it's, it's all in the pursuit of beating the Soviets, right? Yeah, but they're in on it too, they, man. You know, it's yeah. like like whenever it was questioned, you know, say it was questioned, that was that was usually the excuse. Oh, you know, we got to be able to train these soldiers up yeah, to, so they can infiltrate, you know, and be like super spies. Right. Right. But it's like, no, that's not what it's for, man. You want to be able to use this shit on the masses. Mm-hmm. Control everybody. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, because when everyone starts kind of waking up, which hopefully that'll Come start eventually. happening sooner than later. I mean, dude... And we can't kid ourselves like the the thoughts that we have and how we kind of question, you know, the things going on, what we call the powers that be. It goes back. It goes way back. But we're we're kind of like a a minority, a small percentage of people who think this way. You know, we recognize it in each other, but. For the most part, these people are sheep, man. Dude, man, and if you like bring up a little bit of something to the people that have not caught on to what's going on, man, they kind of like fucking shine you away or you're crazy. They don't even, their problem is they don't even like stop and think and have a debate with you. It's automatically, nope, shut off. Oh, it gets written off immediately. Immediately. So, like, if I told anyone else, like, that story that I just told you and our listeners, most people would think I was nuts. Uh-huh. They would think that it's not, it can't be true. Yeah. There's no way that could happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, it did. It did happen. Yeah. Like, people, kids went through this shit. You know? I don't know if it's, like, too hard for them to think that... An evil entity that <clears throat> do that, or they just they just don't. I don't know. You just you know, I had a friend. We were talking, and I you know it was during Kim Trail season, and I was like, "Which is starting back, back up, up now?" Yeah, we you know fucking Thursday or Wednesday was the official day. Yeah, have you? I didn't even look up today. I'm sure they're probably yeah, uh, the, getting after it. But, you know, I started talking to him, like, and it wasn't like, these things are, they're killing us. I was like, hey, have you ever noticed, you know, have you ever thought it was weird that, you know, they do patterns and stuff like that? Dude, and Half-Ass started mocking me. I'm like, yeah, I had a kid in kid. we were in kindergarten, you know, you saw X in this guy, and like, oh, they, he said it was, they're going to kill us. And I'm like, well, then that kid in kindergarten is smarter than you are right now. You right, know, like, yeah, man. Trying to like, dude, think about it. 
Fucking think about it. You think this is really truly true air traffic? It's absolutely not air traffic. Making X's and pound symbols and doing squiggly lines and dog legs up in the air? No. So for the last, what, four or five months, there's been no air traffic? traffic? Yeah, right? No air traffic, none at all? No commercial planes flying. Yeah. Yeah, that guy was a smuck anyways. But let's kind of get ba- I guess we'll get back onto the MK Ultra thing, but... What a schmuck. Schmuck. Kind of like saying that word. Yeah, it is. Kind of rolls off the, the tongue just right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just made me think of something that <laughs> that Sue was telling me last night. That she kept saying sweater weather. Sweater weather? <laughs> sweater weather. <laughs> there ain't no sweater weather right here. Uh, anyway, her and Scouser were just kept saying it, and they're cracking each other oh, up. Oh, yeah. Sweater weather. <laughs> Yo, did we just go dead right there? That was weird. I didn't hear anything. We're still recording. Yo, they're they're hacking into our, our system. Oh. We're getting too close to the truth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean... We're surrounded by microphones. Yeah. Not just the ones we're talking talking no. into. So I hope you guys all know that. You keep that microphone on you yeah, at all okay. times. Yeah, your tracker. Human tracker right there. Your your friendly phone. So I guess we can kind of pivot off of MK Ultra into what you wanted to talk about, and that's operation. Yeah, because it's kinda like a um what do you call it? Not a side piece, but like a, a opponent to MK Ultra because it was part with mind control. It was definitely a component. So, and this is one I think that that people may be a little more familiar with. I don't know Operation Midnight Climax. Operation Mid. That sounds like a. Well, it involves that. So they were. The whole purpose of the the Operation Midnight Climax. So CIA, they uh, it was the, most of the operate. You know, the stings were or uh, tests were done were up in San Francisco. So the CIA would go and get these uh, prostitutes. Okay. So you know they get the prostitutes and they pay them and they kind of doll them up and they'll send them to like these higher end nonchalant. Uh, Places where you know where now were these just regular like whores or were they like <laughs> were yeah. they high heel wearing like you classy know, it, classy they broads? Weren't, they weren't a uh, specific what type of whores they were, but they were freaking whores straight off the street. I think. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll we'll uh, we'll PC it up. Uh, uh, um, these, escorts. They these, were escorts. These okay. whores had no idea what they're getting themselves <laughs> yeah, into. Yeah, they were. <laughs> They were embarking on a very dangerous quest, dirty quest. So they get these prostitutes to these um, hotel, uh, motel, uh, holiday. No, like a wealthy gathering. You know, I don't know. You know, like a rich man's like cigar place. Yeah, you know, kind of where the. The yeah, like a the, cabin out in the woods or something. No, like in the city, you no, know, like a smoke shop area where you know where all the, <laughs> the <laughs> <you> know, <clears throat> type fucking fancy asses yeah, are yeah. at. So 
Highfalutin. High, yeah, highfalutin people. So, you know, and these guys, you know, they have no morals. They want to they probably cheat on their old lady with some nasty-ass thing. I don't know. <laughs> but, so, these ladies lured these guys in, you know, probably two motel rooms, some type of room. Slipping some freaking LSD or some uh, mind-altering drugs. But it was usually acid, right? Yeah. So they dropped some acid on these guys. Midnight Climax acid. Yeah, so they were trying to figure out, you know, under um, drug use, if, you know, these uh, victims were be able to open up secrets or are able to control their mind to lure out secrets to them, you know, using the female body and sex to kind of... Loosen them up. Loosen them up and give them information. They were trying to see how they can do it so they can use it on the the Soviet Union with their spies. And, and you know, in all honesty, I read... And these guys were, like, sitting in another room, like, oh, listening. Listening. So, get, so, this guy, I think, was... Uh, Fucking! Oh, I need to stop cussing as much. On yeah, watch your fucking mouth, D. Yeah, what's wrong with me? We're not in the Bronx. Jeez. No. This is a family show. Yeah, you know they were. Damn it! Where is this guy's name? I have it right here. Okay, George Harry White. So he was the scientist, the the big cheese of this operation. You know, the big honcho. Okay, of so, Midnight Climax. Of Midnight Climax. So this guy um, really enjoyed his job. Loved it. He, they even quoted, they he set up a mini fridge in, a fucking, in his table, and he never missed one scientific experiment because he really liked it. I wonder why. He probably got his rocks off of seeing some... Some whore banging some guy. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. He was probably doing the acid, too. Yeah, he was probably tripping, too. And... All right, so he's like he's making sure that he's he's listening to every sound. Every sound, you know, really getting to his work, really getting some good info. And they would get kind of mad at these, uh, these, these broads. If they didn't deliver, like, get the guys to deliver, they would tell them, like, get, no, you get your ass yeah, back get in, in there. Yeah, there, do some kinky stuff. They they want them to do kinky. Here, you take this carrot and you get your ass back in there. You do what needs to be done. You see this plug? Do I have to tell you where this plug is going to have to go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, something gross. But Disgusting. Yeah, they, you know, they want kinky sex. Try right. to, just trying to get the information out. And, yeah, their whole goal of the operation was... How, you know, this was targeted for males, obviously, you know, through yeah, yeah. female exception or whatever. Right. Um, old point, see if they can get and extract and control them while a female presence here. So basically, if, if, if they can, a female can lure secrets out. I could have said you that and saved you millions of dollars. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get some booze in you. So the guys started giving up the goods. Yeah. All right. Dude, all you have to do is get a good-looking broad, bump them up a little bit, you know, get the girls out. Yeah. Do the nasty. That guy, no matter what, will probably give you his secrets. I'm sorry. 
Okay. So, so the psychological project, uh, Operation Midnight Climax. So I'm going to do like a little uh, uh, summary, a little summary, real quick. So they would get these prostitutes, and so the guys who were these were these like military guys? Were they no. CIA? Were they who, just regular schmoes? They were regular schmoes, kind of the upper crust schmoes. Okay, of San Francisco. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, like, were they, so they're like kind of like elite guys back then. You could say that, you know, okay. probably some people that own pretty good real estate. They could pull some strings. Yeah, they could pull some strings at City Hall. Gotcha. All right. All right. So they probably knew some. Yeah, that's why they probably went they after them. They, so they can see if you can truly get decent information. It's okay. So I assume that these guys already knew what they knew. They just wanted to see, see if, if they'd they can, spill the yeah, beans. Yeah, see if they extract it from them. Okay. Okay. All right. It's freaking jacked up, dude. But okay. But we had to beat the commies. So they had to do this experiment. Well. Um, I don't know if I don't know if that helped end the Cold War or not. Well, obviously, because this happened back in the fifties, and that was forty years later before. Well, and and <laughs> I mean, we can go. Let's bring back up uh, Operation Mockingbird. I mean, the Red Scare, dude. Like, was it the Red? Sc- if I remember right, like neighbors turning on neighbors. neighbors. Like, wasn't and it wasn't it in the fifties. Yeah, yeah kind of through the early sixties. Yeah. yeah, like neighbors really thought that son of a bitch over next door is freaking commie loving Stalin and when really there was some low key like, like mouths of dong shit going on here in the U.S. because yeah. people are turned against each, each other. other. Yeah, hey, send this guy to the town square. Head's got to come off. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that crazy? That's dude. That's beyond crazy, bro. It really is. So. Yeah, MK Ultra, uh, Midnight Climax. The, all right. So, and like you said, the Midnight Climax was a branch off of MK Ultra. Yeah. And there was other. A lot of fingers off of MK Ultra. A lot of fingers. And so they say it got shut down. And then when, uh, you know, people submitted some, uh, some Freedom of Information Act requests, and they're like, oh, uh, we don't have those records anymore uh they got we put them in the furnace or whatever they were just gone yeah you we know? put them in the gone box they they disappeared them and i think there was uh there was just a couple a couple things left that people could get their hands on and that that just kind of like um i guess proved that you know it was a real thing well also if Back in the late nineties, Bill Clinton even came out and apologized. and apologized for it. So whoever says MK Ultra isn't real, look up Bill Clinton straight from the horse's mouth and apologize to the US citizens for doing MK Ultra. Straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I haven't really looked into MK Ultra very much. Just kind of the Whole, well, like I said, MK Ultra kind of fascinated me. I um, I went on this like uh, for a few months there. I was like trying to find everything I could find about people who 
were involved in it and, you know, kind of listening to their stories. Um, the very first episode of the confessionals that I listened to with that, with that gal, with that gal. And, um, uh, what's his name? The, the confessionals host, Tony. Yeah. Tony. So yeah, Tony's talking to this gal and she's telling the story about how she, you know, she get taken into this, this barn and like, it'd make her do like really hard, um, what, like physics or something? Yeah. Like she was doing calculus at eight years old or something. Right. Like, right. And she said that the, the teachers were kind of like nurses and they'd kind of like, you know, she was in, I don't know, like a shed or a barn and, uh, you know, she was talking about it. Tony, like towards the end, he's like, Hey, have you ever heard of MK ultra? And she was kind of like, you know, <laughs> I was kind of thinking the same thing. He's like, I think you got MK ultra when you're a little kid. Yo. Yeah. And I, he did another episode with her, but, uh, I haven't heard that one yet. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I heard that and that was kind of cool cause that just kind of like came to me. I wasn't really looking for that story, but it was just another story of many, um, that I was able to, uh, to listen to. And, you know, there was a guy from Stanford that I was talking about. And then, um, there's that, uh, it's a series on Netflix, I believe, uh, Wormwood. That's never watched, but I think I heard of it. I think I, you're talking about it. Yeah, so that's uh, that's about this old boy who uh, who was involved in the program, and um, and they were giving him acid, and he was at some of those parties you're talking about with you know with the cigars, but it was with more like um, um, uh, politicians maybe or just high ranking like government officials okay and they were dosing them they were like dosing each other with lsd what all in that party even the like well it's like the the higher rank guys were like dosing the lower rank guys no kidding yeah and uh and this guy he wasn't really having a good time you know i can imagine tripping on he was tripping and and uh i think they put him in the hospital and they kind of made made him think and make everyone else think that he was just having like a psychotic break you know and he knew he knew what was really going on because he was involved in the project so he wanted to get out of it and uh you know they were i think they were afraid that he was going to you know open up his mouth about what they're doing the midnight climax and everything else in stanford the shell companies that they had they're putting a lot of money into this thing and uh so he ended up jumping out of a window yo this guy that, that. yeah and so the story went that he was suicidal oh. and that he jumped out of this window marks maybe so if this guy say that he did jump out of the window on his own he had to start at one end of the room 
take off running. He dove through the glass. Through the glass. Through the the window wasn't open. So he had to go through the glass. All right. And then out onto the street. Dude, this guy was thrown through that window. He was pushed, thrown, what Jeez. have you. This yeah, guy this guy got murked. Yeah, because if you're suicidal, you would open the window, stood there for a second, contemplating what you're gonna do. Right. And then do it. I mean, I I guess like you could just be like, okay, if it doesn't break, I, I'm staying or something. I don't know. Right. If you just like had a freak out or whatever, and and just ran through the window, but so all right, so that's kind of another aspect of it too. They were dosing this guy with acid, you know. Could have just could he have been you know on acid and just dove out the window? Think he was going after something, right? Or could they have maybe convinced him? To do that? Possibility. It's a possibility. So, yeah, that's what Wormwood's all about. But that also is uh, some MK Ultra stuff. Um, I mean, I don't want to, like, tie it in too much because it's a show. But Stranger Things is kind of based on MK Ultra. I mean, it really yeah. is. Just the whole premise of the show with... Trying- 11 and you know all the kids in that facility that's that's pretty much what yeah because that what it probably would have looked like uh what do they call it uh remote viewing type situations i think that they were trying to do that as well yes yeah with remote they were kind of like trying to do it all they're they were everything with the mind they were experiment experimenting on the uh the potential of the human mind, but like doing it in ways that were just really fucked up and you know like um torture tactics. You know, torture tactics to you know, and like in the show she's got like like superpowers. I don't think like no. it ever got there, no. but probably like in their, not the, the patients, but the guys running the show in their mind, like they had superpowers because they could break people like this. Yeah. You know, so they're probably the ones who are feeling getting that high. Right. All sick and crazy. Um, so yeah, there's, there's those stories. Um, what other stuff? So you had mentioned this guy earlier. He was kind of in charge of uh, Midnight Climax, but there was this doctor who was kind of like he was like the doctor overseeing the the MK Ultra project. You know, I think he was the one who was uh getting the acid, and he was the one who was coming up with the ideas. Of doing all this. Of how they were going to do it and, you know, Shit. what they were going to do and who they were going to do it to. And, um, dude, this guy, he jacked up a lot of people. He ruined a lot of people's lives. Because not only was he involved with this this project, but he, like, was a practicing doctor in, like, the civilian world. So he was just lobotomizing people left and right. What? Yeah. Yeah, and then um 
he did that and some families started kind of, you know, like, what the hell, man? You know, this guy, you lobotomized my, you know, my dad. He, like, he was fine. Or, like... Yeah, he uh, went into, you know, because he had heartburn and... Yeah, and, you know, and now he's... <laughs> he's all... <laughs> he's just sitting there. Yeah, so, uh, so this guy did that. I think he ended up uh, fleeing to Canada. I don't even know if he necessarily had to flee. I think he probably he, was escorted. Yeah, he was like, no harm, no foul. Right. So I'm gonna just do this shit up in Canada now. Yeah. Free healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> I can really get to people. <laughs> yeah, I can really get paid. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, there's that. So I mean, bottom line, that whole thing was is just a jacked up thing. I mean, you got like the Department of Defense involved in this. You got the CIA involved. Like, give me a break, man. Like, who the hell do these people think they are? <laughs> like, these are these are government. You know, what, I mean, what we call the alphabet agencies. Just, but when you like, when you take well, a step back and you and you think about it, it's like, what the well, hell? Where are also, we at? You know, when you start you know having that power where you can do this to people and you have the law backing you dude you feel untouchable and that's why they were able to do it and then they start coaxing themselves thinking i'm doing the right thing i can do this the law is behind me i'm not doing anything bad these peasant people i can just torture and do whatever i want because or I was just following orders. I was following orders, okay? I was I didn't want to go against my country. I didn't want to be a traitor. I didn't want to be a traitor, so I uh, tortured a bunch of Americans because I'm fighting for them. You know, it's one thing to drop a bunch of mosquitoes on people. That's jacked up. Yeah, I mean, that's it, getting all bit up and everything, but, you know. Or fleas. Yeah, fleas, but, you know, you can put some Benadryl on that Benadryl cream be all right but you know start messing with the psyche of somebody that's a whole never another level of let's give let's give them a bunch of acid and then drop fleas on them yeah see if, you know if the fleas can see subtract the, fleas start the lsd and start transporting it to other people yeah <laughs> yeah man and we might have given them a good idea yeah, they probably already thought they about probably that. already thought about it um so branching off of mk ultra another one was and this is one that I heard of kind of recently. Uh, MK Naomi. Yeah, I I heard about it, but I haven't really looked into it. We watched that video a long time ago on BitChute. Um, oh, yeah, man, that was a while. That was a while back, but I know that it did have to do with uh, biological and chemical warfare. You can't hear it through your headphones. Yo, my connection wasn't put. Oh, I think my. Wires. What about the one going? This one. That was it. All right, that was a rookie move. (laughs) (laughs) Call this guy the. We call this guy the rookie, Mike the rookie. All right, so I'm gonna read this little thing real quick. So, um, Project MK Naomi. It was a code name for a joint Department of Defense slash CIA research program lasting from the 50s through the 70s. Pretty good stretch. Yeah. Um, 
So this MK Naomi and uh, the related uh, Special Operations Division, the SOD, the Stormtroopers of Death, is uh, it's scarce. So you can't really find a lot of information. And I mean, I'm surprised that I haven't heard about this before when I was kind of looking into all the Ultra stuff. I never even saw anything about Naomi. So it kind of like, I don't know where it came from. It's kind of just popped up out of nowhere. I mean, you got to be careful because that could be an operation itself. (laughs) Maybe. So let people learn about this. Uh, They'll be spreading misinformation. Then we can call them (gasps) misinformation agents. Get get that uh the prime is it prime minister of New Zealand yeah get up get on him and dude can you believe they actually went up and said we need to get an agent going to silence the disinformation that's going around because it's a weapon disinformation is a weapon against our democracy did you know that Will uh, I've been hearing I've been hearing the uh, the calls. Minister of Truth, right? The Ministry of Truth, dude. Dude, if if it comes from the government or government entity, it's always the truth. No so, what. is it two plus two equals five today, or was that yesterday? It's always been five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I, I, mean, I know. I listened really, to that. I listened to that listen, chick's speech, and that is. I mean, people don't realize that there. it's they're the ones that do the misinformation. They're the ones that silence everybody, and they don't want them to know the truth. That's, and then people like applaud it and accept it, and they don't question it. They don't like go against it and say, "Hey, this doesn't sound particularly right," because. If it's misinformation and most people know it's not true or they can look into it and say, hey, that's not right, yada, yada, they can do that. You don't need a government entity saying, yeah, this can't be on air or online. You can't talk about this. It's, it's a weapon. Yeah, don't go there. Don't Don't go there. Don't talk about it. Well, get back on the Naomi thing. I mean, when it comes to all that, man, it just it's hard for me to to wrap my I can't take it seriously. I'm sure a lot of people can't like give me a break. Like you really like you're going to talk about like language being a weapon. Yeah. I mean, when people are going around like physically assaulting people (laughs) like for nothing where you have, you know, the U.S. sending drones everywhere and blowing up innocent people or you have. What, um, you got China over there wrapping people up in saran wrap because they don't want to quarantine. <laughs> That's locking them up in the IKEA. Well, right there, we just were, we're used to weapon right now, Will. Mm. Mm, that's dangerous. Yeah. Well, this whole podcast is a, a yeah, weapon. you know, using voice to question authority, that's a true weapon, but you know, bombs. Bio weapons, drone strikes, drone strikes, batons, all that. That's um, that's kosher. It's not an act Absolutely. of violence. That's an act of uh, 
protection or, or, or peace. Or, it's an act of peace, Will. Yeah. Missiles is an act of peace. <laughs> but, they, okay. but they act like that. I No, you're absolutely right, dude. They, they do act like that. Them, they, those. Hey, we're getting politically correct. <laughs> you using pronouns, yeah, I Will. Identify as them and they. <laughs> <laughs> so all right so back to this yeah. Naomi thing um so it's generally reported to be a successor to the mk delta project and to have focused on biological projects including biological warfare agents um like mosquitoes <laughs> and fleas <laughs> uh specifically to store materials that could either incapacitate or kill a, it says a test subject i mean Who's so I the mice to kill the mice, all right, all uh, right, and to develop devices for the diffusion of such materials like mosquitoes and fleas. Um, what so they like uh put them get take the flea, put a a biochemical in there, right, and then and just like fucking unleash, send, it. unleash yeah. it to somebody, right, right, huh, yeah, um. Yeah, the bio warfare thing, that that's a scary. I mean, I kind of think that we we're going through it a little bit right now. Some I mean, bio warfare. I, you want to go through this right now? Might as well, right? The bio warfare that we're going through right now. Yeah, COVID. Yeah. So let's not get off too too much, but there's only what, two scenarios. That they were fucking around with something, and it did accidentally escape. That's one scenario. That's one scenario. Or did they actually unleashed it with a plan to start setting up, um, getting people comfortable with the idea of wearing a mask, listen to authority, it's a mandate, hey, we need you in your house, go in your house. Money's dirty now because, you know, we've got a virus going around. So everybody going to have to use online, digital currency. Work from home. Work from home. Be in a isolated area where only me, you. Social distance inside your house. Inside your house where only your contact with the world is through. You have to have government in the middle before you contact anybody else. You got to go through us before and say it's okay. Right. And if, as long as you go the correct direction down an aisle right. at the store, and that store's got to be a big box store. It can't be a small supermarket locally owned. It's, yeah, it has to be a big franchise. It's got to be a big, big conglomerate store. And as long as you're going the right direction down the aisle, totally safe. Totally safe. But going the other direction. Going to jail. Dude. And closing up early stops it because it, it's, it's a, um, it's a nocturnal. Oh, okay. Yeah, and and don't 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 open up early either. It only comes out at night. Only night and early mornings. Ooh, scary. It's very scary. It's and um. I wonder if it, little it starts, kids thought it was you know, hiding under their bed. Yeah, it starts wars. Did you know that? You know, buyers. Everything makes your community look like war zone. Oh, and um, 
bring it up to speed, up to date. If you're vaccinated, the hurricane can hurt you. Can hurt you? It can't. Oh, can't? No. If you're not vaccinated, then the hurricane will come after you. I can see it. I can see it, you know, because your body, you know, you got all that stuff. Good nutrients. Yeah. You know, fake stuff running through your veins. Like the hurricane's blowing down yeah. all the unvaccinated dude, people's people, houses. Dude, but if you're vaccinated, mouth. house is fine. Are you kidding me? They said that? <laughs> or are we just just yanking here? This was said. This was said that, uh, you know, because of the hurricane, you need to get vaccinated. Because of the hurricane. Yeah. Our, uh, our trusty uh, leader said that. Oh, my sweet Jesus, praise the Lord. Yeah. No. I think this was, well, I can't it, remember if it was before or after he was looking for a dead person. Uh, probably. Yeah. He, he, I wonder if he ever found her. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, but the the logic behind it, well, then they, you know, white people weren't getting it as, as much as other people. They almost painted up the picture as COVID's walking down the street, going down to a clan meeting or something. That's that is not happening. I think we've already talked before about how racist COVID. Really COVID was. was really racist. But if you get your vaccines and boosters, it's free love, all rainbows, all rain, all rainbows, <laughs> dude. But get, kind of getting back to it, you know they those two scenarios. And then you want to get on to the vaccine because me personally, this is just my opinion. They they didn't weren't going to put any trackers or anything in the vaccine. I think it was just well, I you can go well that ties in both ways. I mean, if they did unleash it, they did have a backup vaccine so they can make money off of it, or if it did was an accident, and they're like, yo, we want to make some money, we could just pull a vaccine out of our ass and don't care about the consequences and start injecting people. Well, they weren't they weren't hitting the numbers that they wanted to hit with the original biological weapon. So the original biological weapon, which was COVID, that wasn't giving them the numbers of dead that they expected. So they had to... They had to come up with this vaccine that was going to hurt people, injure, and then die. That's going to help get their numbers up. Okay. So in the two scenarios you laid out, there's one factor that's true in both those scenarios, that this thing was developed. I I think it definitely was developed. It didn't come from a frog or a bat or whatever in a wet market. And that's gross that they have those things. <laughs> like, yeah, come uh, just, on. Just, yeah, I'm going to go down to the wet market. You want anything? It just yeah. sounds dirty. Grab me a... Uh, Bat on a stick. Yeah. Grab... They don't have koalas there. Damn, a koala sounds good. But yeah, grab me... Uh, give me two bats. Give me two bats on a stick. And... um. Grab me a couple of, uh, hmm, I want something domestic. 
Give me a rat. Two bats and a rat. Yeah. You want a rat's ass too? Yeah. Yeah. No, I had rat's ass last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have rat belly. Yeah, all right. That's a pretty good cut. Pretty good cut right there. It's lean. So, <laughs> so yeah, It. I don't think it came from that. I think, so in the scenarios that you played out, if they're true, the one factor that's true in each of them is the same was developed. It Yeah, like you said, either accidentally or purposely got let out. And I think that, you know, they wanted this thing to just get people to just sit down and shut up. Yeah, I mean, because it worked pretty good for all of them because, you know, the mom and pop stores shut, shut down. The bigger franchise, bigger corporations got wealthier. They were able to control the people get people fighting amongst each other because they didn't see the same viewpoints, started getting more conspiracies out there, confusing everyone, thinking everything which way but loose. It really just, I think, designed it to be a big CF. Yeah. Organized CF. Uh, It was definitely a CF, man, big time. Oh, excuse me. Um... We went way off there. So it's um Is it going away? I mean he said we were done with it. Well But they back they they backtracked that within I, ten minutes of him saying that. I don't know a whole lot of people that has getting COVID. Obviously really nobody really cares anymore because everybody is getting back to normal. They say, Oh, we're never gonna get back to normal. We're never gonna like I'm, it was normal before. Yeah, right, normal. But it's kind of going back where we used to be, where nobody gave more masks and everybody's like, hey, hey, six feet. I just got an idea for a shirt we need to make. What? I support the new normal. Mm-hmm. I support the current new normal. New normal. New new normal. But uh, what the hell was I on? Um. Gosh darn it. Well, we we were going off on a COVID tangent. Oh, talking, yeah, COVID. Um, talking about getting back to uh, normal life again. I don't know a whole lot of people getting sick from COVID. I know um, my sister-in-law, he, she works in the hospital. There's not a whole lot of COVID cases, but when there is a COVID case... I find it very funny. It's mostly the people that have been vaccinated. Like, I have a couple family members that have gotten vaccinated. Mm-hmm. They have gotten COVID three times after that. Isn't three. that weird? And I was around him, and I didn't get COVID. Yeah. Yeah, because... Because it, it's it's like it's the flu, man. It's not a. Yeah, it's so, not this deadly, dude. It, the people it was affecting, or what they were calling COVID deaths, those people, you know, I don't want to sound like, like I'm just, you know, listening to everyone else. It's what I. It's what I experienced seen. and seen with my own two eyes. Okay, they're talking about, you know, we need more ventilators. You remember at the beginning, everyone we need oh. ventilators. Oh yeah. Put every, and they had people so freaked out, man. 
Dude, they they had me freaking out, man. I was walking around with gloves at the gas station doing. But they were putting people on ventilators, and that was killing them. Yeah, that was killing these people. I mean, because you're basically like you're you're taking away their body's own ability to breathe. take care of itself yeah. and breathe, and you put them on a machine that's going to breathe for them. I mean, that's talk about a shock to the system. And then everyone seeing all these people go on ventilators. Yeah, I was freaked out too. I was like, I don't want to go on a goddamn ventilator. Right? That sounds scary as shit. Yeah. I was, we were all freaked out. Yeah, man. I remember one day I was at home and I'd like had my, I'd started having kind of like a panic attack. Yeah. That's where I'm like, fuck, am I breathing right? (laughs) Right. You know, sore throat, sore throat. (laughs) You know? Dude. It. It yeah freaked you know had us on a vibration oh, a bad vibration bad yeah yeah you know, but it didn't it didn't take very long to be like wait a minute shit. yeah hey wait uh, I'm not seeing you know I'm not seeing bodies stacked up on my huh, street that's the same bum I seen for the last six months and he is looking good he's looking even better hey hey he shaved he looked good <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's it's nonsense. I mean, I, I don't want to take the factor where that people have been affected and have loved ones that have perished because of this virus that went around. People did, but it it was on it order. wasn't what they, they say it was. They said it almost what they wanted it to be. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't that. It wasn't, and you know. Since we're going off on this tangent, you know, I saw a gal earlier, you know, all by herself in her car, masked up, scared. Scared. Like, what are you afraid of, lady? Dude, you gotta show your face. Show your pretty face. Come on. Come on. It's all right. We're all showing our faces. You don't have to be scared. Talking about freaking masks. So, you know, you're, we're talking, you hear doctors, oh, the, the masks really do work because we didn't see there was a low infection rate of the influenza during these years because we wore masks. Well, if we wore masks and it worked on influenza, wouldn't it have worked on fucking COVID? Worked on, that's, a, that's a mic drop moment. Yeah, we would have. No COVID at all, just like the influenza. Yeah, the curve has been flattened. It's as flat as the earth. Yeah. All right. I'm a globalist. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right on, man. Hell yeah. I, yeah, that's one conspiracy. I have a. I'll listen to it, but that's one I have a hard time yeah, swallowing. Man. The the flat Earth, the hollow Earth, the Dyson ball moon. I mean, it's cool. It'd be a cool sci-fi flick. Yeah, and, you know, it'd be cool to talk to somebody, see what they think. But I just, I'm. That's something you don't really ever see in sci-fi movies. Is like a flat Earth. Yeah. Like sailing to the you know edge what? of the Earth. What we should do? We the should big just, flip. The big, fl- yeah. We should just send up a weather balloon with the camera. It's it's been. I think you can watch that on YouTube. Yeah, the guy that jumps off. Dude, yeah. And you can, dude, have you ever noticed when you start going up and you're like, wow, this looks a little around here. <laughs> you can see the curvature. You could go literally go down to the salt flats. 
I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. And I don't want to poo poo on the the flat earthers. You know, like they. I don't know. Like I've listened to them a little bit. I can't get into it. I. They're just they're on another thing. They're on another thing. I respect it, but uh. yeah, it's like it's not flat like a pancake. It's like something. I don't. It's a I dome. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I looked in the telescope and I saw Jupiter, Saturn, and stuff, and they were fucking round. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, we got was, on. We got was, on to uh, operations, MK Ultra, COVID, and two. <laughs> and we really went across the board on this one. Yeah, man. It's Project podcast. <laughs> well. I don't know. I don't really. I don't really have anything else. I don't think so either. I mean, oh, you know what? What's I do up? want to shout out to a person that did email us. What was it on? Or contact us? Was it on Rockfin? It was on Rockfin. That said that we should look into Ted Gunnerson a little bit. I want to say thank you to that person for uh, giving us that idea. Yeah, thank you. I you know it didn't say like their their mm-hmm. username or but they know who we name. were talking about. Yeah, if they listen to uh, listen to us, then yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out to everyone who has listened to us. Yeah, that mean I really That's appreciate awesome. it. It's freaking kind of cool seeing the numbers. Like we're not you know completely just talking to ourselves. And and that's pretty cool. Like, it is, it pretty, is pretty cool. cool to see like those numbers. Um, yeah, man. I mean, what after this we're gonna be eight episodes in. We're still really young, and uh, you know you guys are giving us a chance, and we appreciate that. Um, but prove to us that it's not just a bunch of bots listeners. Shoot us an email. Leveledheads33 at gmail.com. Rate and review us on, I think you can do that on on Apple. Uh, I don't know if you could do it anywhere else. Um, hey, yep. You can uh, go to our Reddit page, Leveledheads. Yeah, we got a Reddit, got subreddit. Reddit. Yeah. Check it out, you know. Um, leave a post. That would be cool if you got show ideas, uh, crazy stories. Put them up there. Yeah, I would like to hear some more, like, just some uh, phenomenon or paranormal stuff, because I tell you what, stuff we talk about, man, it's heavy. It's kind of heavy. It's pretty heavy. We always talk about we're going to lighten it up, and then we never do. Well, because, you know, I, I do think this is pretty serious to get the information out, or, you know, at least keep it in rotation that it's fresh on everybody's mind, because yeah. uh, it is coming down the shit shoot, and it's going to slap us in the face. Yeah, that's going to be a gross slap. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Nasty. Nasty. All right. Well, nasty as tap you wanna You want to take off on the quote? Yeah, I got a quote here. Um, going to leave you all with. Tyrants rule through fraud and force. But once a fraud is exposed, they must rely exclusively on force. And that was our man George Orwell. So think about that, folks. I don't want to be ruled by force by yeah. anyone. No. All right. They can stick it up their ass. All right, y'all. That's it for yeah. uh, this episode. Head, yeah. Until next time. Keep a leveled head.